is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. Let your voice be heard. We are back for the last show of 2018. This is Stanley Fritz, and we are here on Let Your Voice Be Heard. On 90.3 FM, WHCR, the voice of Harlem. I'm so excited to be here. And I'm here with Alyssa Fuchs, of course. What, what? Tiff Zaddy. Hey. Looking like an African-American <laughs> snack. Okay, queen. Yes, yes. Thank so you. So let me tell you who I am and where you can find me from. My name is Stanley Fritz. I'm always here on the PC ones and twos, except for when I'm not. You can find me on the Twitter at Stan Fritz. You can find me on the Instagram at Stan Fritz. And if you've been following me on Instagram this week, I have been live video commenting on 80s movies and it's been lots of fun so check that out did you just get into dirty dancing no i've seen it plenty of times but also this time around i was um, you finally realized it wasn't about an abortion yeah yes it took you how long it's about an abortion it's like it's took me 30 years but also i may have may or may not have had some whiskey and other stuff as i was watching it (laughs) and you know it was fun I feel like I was today's years old when I just found out that it's a part of the Yeah, pretty much. Like, some, some white girl got pregnant from Paul Ryan character, and he didn't want to pay for an abortion. There was a doctor coming to New Paltz, and she had to see him at a certain date. So, baby, no one puts her in a corner, by the way. She danced in, like, with um Patrick Swayze, who was obviously supposed to be a black character, that the Hollywood exec said, no, he can't be. She danced with him, but then the abortion went bad, and Shorty could never dance again, because that's how bad the abortion went. And her parent, baby's parents found out. So Baby danced with Patrick Swayze after he was accused of stealing something from the locker, as a way to defy everyone. So much fun. Wow. Yes, Dirty Dancing <laughs> is a legendary Dirty movie. Dirty Dancing in a nutshell. <laughs> this deserves an Oscar. That's thought-provoking. <laughs> Yesterday I watched Footloose, and Footloose That's a good is movie. amazing. It's better, actually, as a Broadway show. Like it's, is it's it? It's live theater, yeah. Yo, there's nothing better than watching a bunch of white people with no rhythm dancing <laughs> angrily. Yo, watch Footloose. But anyways, guys, we're here on the show. Who am I talking to? Alyssa, who are What's you? What's up? I'm Alyssa Fuchs. I'm your political and legal correspondent. Um, and you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Alyssa, I-L-Y-S-S-A, Fuchs, F-U-C-H-S, if you're nasty. Um <laughs> <laughs> gotta make that joke. Uh, you can also leave a uh, comment on the Politically Preposterous fan page, which is facebook.com slash politically preposterous. You can follow me on Twitter at Alyssa Fuchs, spelled the same way I spelled it before, or on t- uh, Instagram, Alyssa.Fuchs, because, you know, I got to mix it up just a little bit. Mm. And Tiff, tell them who you are, sis. Yes, I'm Tiffany Brown. Mm. Um, I work for a union. I'm really yeah, active. Union. And, <laughs> yes, so union, union strong. Um, you can find me on. <laughs> you can find me uh, on Twitter at Tiff Liz B T I F F L I Z B, and it goes the same for Instagram. Um, yeah, I'm a lot of fun. Thanks. You're a lot of fun, guys. We have a big show planned out for you today. 2018 was lit, but it was also trash, and it was it confusing. Was. <laughs> and we are going to review everything that happened throughout this year, the good, the bad, the ugly. And we have some awards to give. And because we want to keep this award and this show interactive, we want you guys to be commenting on Facebook Live, on IG Live, on Twitter slash Periscope, and telling us all the things you think were meant to be for this year, including the most trash person, the greatest moment, the biggest movement, all of that stuff. Let us know. Talk to us, all right? Alyssa, what are you looking forward to talking to 
about today? Um, you know, I just love this show. I, I like that it's the last show of the year. We get to have a little fun, give out these awards. Uh, um, you know, I, I definitely am looking forward to hearing some of the feedback from our listeners. You know, just put this out there for you guys. If, uh, you know, we, we're going to have some categories set up, and we, uh, we hope that you'll choose some of the stuff that we chose. But, you know, don't hesitate to tell us something different uh, if, that, if that's something that interests you or if you have a different answer. And we'll definitely make sure to get all your comments and, and questions and, you know, concerns if you have any. I hope not. Yeah. On the air uh, throughout the show. And okay. Tiff, what about you? Um, I'm definitely looking forward to the show. I think it's going to be really a lot of fun. And I'm happy to be here on the last one. Um, I'm really curious to see what people think it's going to like be like the moment or movement of the year because I mm. feel like there were so many movements. It was Man. literally every week there was a new movement and a new cause. Yeah. So I'm definitely curious to see where people weigh in on that. Well, guys, we got a big show coming up. And actually, the first question that we're going to get to when we get back from this break is the movement of the year. So if you had a movement or something that really inspired you that you thought was the biggest thing of the year and you're on Facebook Live or IG Live or you're on SoundCloud, Leave us a comment. We will get to you after this quick break, and we'll show you our ideas. Until then, here is the artist of the year, in my opinion, the goddess, Cardi B. We are back on Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM WHCR, The Voice of Harlem. This is Stanley Fritz. I'm here with Alyssa Fuchs and, of course, Tiffany, the union goddess with that good pension. <laughs> and if you're wondering where Selena Hill is, she is not here this week. She is, she is on at, another vacation? She's at a praise, work, workation? At, at praise dancing camp. No, 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 no. <laughs> Actually, uh, Selena had some really cool stuff on her Instagram story. She was um, in Freddie Gray's neighborhood, mm-hmm. and uh, she was going around and, and um, posting some Instagram stories about um, outside the police station where Freddie Gra- uh, Gray died and the corner that he was picked up on. It was actually really, really interesting. Why I are you giving her props? Well, don't give her props. This is our show. She's not here. <laughs> uh, you know. No, she's trash. Remember when she put up that praise dance thing on her IG and we looked at it and laughed at her? And then we yeah. tried to make fun of her, but she didn't get it because she's saved and God loves her. Yeah. <laughs> she has God's favor. <laughs> she's like, you guys are going to hell. And I'm like, yeah, but like, all right. But anyways, guys, and I'll talk about Selena Hill, who's not here because she is hopefully at home sleeping, but probably not because she doesn't know how to sleep. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard. My name is Stanley Fritz. I'm here with Alyssa Fuchs and, of course, Tiffany. And we have the litters of the lits of interns, Deja Nay, behind the IG Live camera. So if you're on IG Live, do me a favor. Try and get on a, um, a, the co-screen with her. How do you do it? When you request to join her live, try to do that so she can reject you handily. If you have um, Cortana, Cortana, power off. Is that the right thing for Amazon? No, I thought that was um, for Windows computers. Damn it. Oh, I don't know anything, guys. Uh, uh, Amazon is it's Alexa. Alexa. Oh, Alexa, call mom. <laughs> uh, just... Oh, my God. I have a really funny story about that. Uh, the other night, mm-hmm. um, I was at my house. Ew. No. And, oh, 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 and I said I said something about, like, oh, I'm going to get some cherry juice out of the fridge. That's and nasty. then Alexa was like, I'm going to add cherry juice to your cart. <laughs> and it was, so, it was so effing creepy. Yo, Jeff Bezos <laughs> is listening to everything you guys do. Guys, we are not here to talk about Jeff Bezos. We are here to talk about the biggest moments of the year. That's why Darren Mack is on watching us. That's why Antoinette J. Greg is here watching us. That's why Selena is here watching us. Selena, go to sleep. And we are happy to have you here. And like I said before we went on break, the first award we were going to get to was the Movement of the Year. And this is the social movement or moment that had the biggest impact of 2018. So now we had a couple ideas of some movement ideas that we thought could have been really big. The four options that we picked and we also did a poll online for were Wakanda Forever, Black Panther. For the colonizers in the room, that is the movie about black people who were fighting <laughs> against other black people to, to not kill white people. Which, hmm, something wrong about that. Anyways... 
The next option was never again the Parkland shooting march for our lives and all those children who have been protesting and marching to get gun reform, particularly the survivors of the Parkland shooting who have been really active in Florida. The third one was the new Green Deal and the Sunrise Movement is all the hippies who use natural deodorant and smell by 12 <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon who have been pushing for a Green New Deal. And of course, You're going to thank too. those hippies one day. No, I'm not because they don't, they don't smell good. Anyways, last one is Me Too. And not like me, Stanley Too, but the Me Too movement of the women who have been bravely coming forward to talk about their sexual assault so those are the options that we pick for the movement of the year if you did not have a chance to vote online but you're on facebook live right now or ig live right now or on the podcast later on this week recovering from your new year's day hangover and you would like to give a vote please leave a comment and we will try to get to them as soon as possible before i get to what the poll voted on i want to hear what you guys think what was your movement of the year tiff i want to hear from you first sis uh movement of the year for me out of this uh category is definitely me too um, shout out to Tarana Burke who started it, not Alyssa Milano, but that's another story for another, <laughs> that's another <day>. show. <laughs> okay, but I definitely say the Me Too movement because you start steamroll into our political movements with uh, the amount of women that were running for political office during the midterm elections, an amount of women that felt you know they were safe enough to share their stories and all the articles and specials that came out that were revolving around this movement. And like I said, like shout out to Toronto Brooks, I think started this like what, 10 plus years ago yeah. where a lot of women weren't didn't have the space to share their stories, you know, that were uncomfortable in their workplaces or actively physically assaulted in some egregious way. So I definitely say the Me Too movement for me. I have friends that, you know, experienced sexual assault or I was in like uncomfortable situations. So you definitely, I think that was the movement of the year. And you're seeing it in our politics. You're seeing it in just in the way people are, you know, addressing just like rape culture and things of that nature. So I definitely think that was, you know, one of the top movements of the year. For Thank sure. you, Tip. And I got to say the Me Too movement put a lot of men on notice mm -hmm. um, men who have done something wrong at one point in their lives and even men who are not sure including myself who has had to take a hard and sober look at some of my behavior in the past and ask myself have you been trashed and unfortunately the answer is yes um, Alyssa, I, I appreciate you being honest about that, mm -hmm. Stanley. It's really important. Um, and I think that's part of, um, you know, s another good thing that's come out of the Me Too movement. Um, Dara Kalima agrees with you. She says, hashtag Me Too. Um, I, um, I think Me Too is a great movement, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm totally behind you. But I'm going to go with uh, um, the, the anti-gun violence movement and the March for Our Lives. And um, the reason why I'm going to go with that is because we've had so many mass shootings um, over the past couple of years, and every time we have a mass shooting it's like it's it's like in the people's consciousness and then literally it's gone like this it's like oh we're here and then we're gone and I think that Emma Gonzalez um, who I love because she's also a queer woman of color um, has been leading at the forefront of this movement um, there's been a lot more traction of course unfortunately really nothing has actually come to fruition in terms of uh, you know, uh, different legislation. But I think that getting so many young people involved in this um, doesn't just help this movement in terms of fighting gun violence, um, but also helps other movements because a lot of these March for Their Lives, uh, March for Our Lives folks have also gotten involved with helping out other movements, um, you know, helping out with Black Lives Matter movements, realizing that uh, gun violence and police violence against people of color is also gun violence. Um, and so, and, and I also think that having so many young people involved means they're going to be involved for the future. And they're the future voters, and, and that really excites me. And so that's why I'm going to go with that. I'm going to keep mine short and sweet. I'm going to say that Wakanda Forever for me was the movement of the year. Not because 
not just because Black Panther was one of the biggest movies of the year and once again showed that black people come out to support good movies, but also because of like this, like the small like dips into African religion that have like piqued the interest with so many other black people and had them like really looking into it. And then a big piece that a lot of folks have been talking about recently is we started the year off with the black superhero in February, pretty much, and we ended the year off with the black kid a, a porter like a, a, a afro latino superhero and spider-man miles morales and it just shows you how far we've come when i was a kid you would have never seen that kind of representation in the movies or on tv and that is really important because these kids who are coming up now won't even know of a world where they didn't see themselves on in in, in modern media and that makes me very happy and just to add antoinette uh, jay greg agrees with you stanley she says definitely wakanda forever i forgot that this was this year it's been a big year but now who cares about what we think? We've got the votes in for who folks think actually won movement of the year. Can I get a drum roll, please? All right, let's start doing that. That's bad for sound quality. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the winner by 50% of the vote is Wakanda Forever. Look at that. Wakanda Forever, folks. And it beat out Me Too, which got 37% of the vote, and Take a Knee, which got 13% of the vote. And Never Again from Parkland got 0% of the vote, which mm. is interesting. It is I interesting. I thought Take yeah. a Knee was like a 2017 thing, too. So that's interesting, too. It is interesting. All right. I think it sort of went from 2017 into 2018. Does that make Especially sense with the Nike campaign. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. that's true. That's definitely true. So which celebrity is pre- presenting the next category? Which le- <laughs> oh, man, right? <laughs> oh, oh, wait. We can't get any celebrity to do it. They're all problematic. Yes, <laughs> Stanley's yes, going to yes, present yes. it. Yo, I hate, like... <laughs> If there's one thing I can't stand is trash people. And this year gave us our fair share of aggressively trash people. When I think of trash people, I think about Donald Trump, but that's way too easy because he's not just trash. He is the incinerator. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you can't even go to him anymore. But there have been like, fire. Yeah, there have yeah. been other people who have like really gone toe-to-toe with him with being trash. Once again, we have our options, but if you guys have your ideas of who you think has been trash in 2018, leave them in the comments. Leave them on IG comments. Call us at 212-650-6903. If you're on a podcast, um, listening on SoundCloud or iTunes or Spotify, wherever you get it from, Leave it in the comments. But until then, I'll tell you some of the options we had. We had Harvey Weinstein. We had the media, a.k.a. the fake news. We had Kevin Hart. And, of course, we had R. Kelly. Oh, pardon me. I'm looking at the wrong one. Looking at No, wrong one. Here, you yep. want me to give you? That's I, the next topic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I guess I'm the most trash. So we have Harvey Weinstein. Ooh, he's No, killed. that's not it either. The Stanley. most trash award, yeah. Kanye oh. West. Oh, my bad. Damn, I can't read. That was, you're reading who was trash the most. For the most trash award, we Thank have Kanye listen. West, Facebook, <laughs> Susan Collins, and Brett Kavanaugh. Yo, listen, you know what's crazy? It's literally on my computer screen. It's on mine, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm we're on the same page. Stanley today, Fritz Stan. is on most trash. <laughs> Stanley, two. what were you doing last night? You you have too many candies? Yeah, I think I had a little bit too much candies. I was watching, okay. yo, Con Air is crazy. Yo, Con Air is one of the best <laughs> movies ever made. But it, that's another show. Yo, all right, sorry. All right, Alyssa, who was your vote for most <laughs> trash? Uh, this is such a hard one because um, everything here is trash. But um, I'm going to go with Susan Collins. And the reason why I'm going to go with Susan Collins is because, like, Brett Kavanaugh, like, we knew was trash from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, we didn't have any n- reason to, like, be disappointed because, like, we were just, you know, it was like trash picks trash. Uh, you know, the dumpster fire picks the trash um, yeah. up. But the reason why I'm going to go with Susan Collins is because of that ridiculous speech she gave. Um, I mean, literally, everybody was going back and forth. Like, is she going to vote for him? Is she not going to go f- vote for him? 
she kept like expressing all these concerns like oh my god you know he might be an alcoholic he might be a sexual abuser or harasser I really care about these women I believe them and then she comes out like right before the vote and gives this big speech about like how these things are super concerning and then votes for him anyway so you're trash Susan Collins Mm. Goodbye. Tiff, what do you have? I definitely have to go with Susan Collins as well. She went full white woman in the yeah. Apple store. She's definitely the 53%. Um, it was really disheartening because um, I think, I can't remember her name, but on Twitter her name was like Miss Pacchietti. And she was like, white women, like you can't keep voting for, like patriarchy is not going to keep you for like, sorry, I'm misquoting her. But it was along the line saying that, you know, um, white men, are always going to like let you down if you keep voting against your interest patriarchy will always you know <laughs> be against you in like so many words so susan collins was like really disappointing for me but I also just wasn't necessarily surprised and i feel like you know brett kavanaugh like brett kavanaugh was like every dude bro that i felt like yeah. went to college with like everyone so like wasn't surprising that he like was a raging alcoholic and was like obviously aggressive and sexually assaulting women but i feel like susan called like this was her moment to you know step up but i feel like oftentimes everyone's saying these that like, having these secret conversations about you know the 45th president but no one's stepping up and saying like enough is enough and they're pretty much accomplices <laughs> you know they are enablers of this behavior Absolutely. so definitely susan collins Alyssa? I gave mine already. Oh, yeah, you definitely did. <laughs> you know, Susan Collins is indicative of most white women um, in the electorate who can vote. They say that they hate patriarchy and sexism <laughs> but, and white supremacy, but really what they hate is the, the, the cut that they're getting from that share. And they are very comfortable aligning on white supremacy. So I was not surprised from, from her decision at all. She's been trash all year. But I would say Kanye West, because Kanye West is actually a black person with influence that other black people and younger black folks listen to. And he has spent the better part, the better part of this year with his mouth pressed firmly against Donald Trump's behind. And I can find no way to respect are or explain sure that Are you sure it's the behind? Away. You know, I'm going to keep it PG <laughs> in the air a little bit today. Kids at his wig. Kids at watching. So, like... Listen, there are plenty of other people who have been trashed, but Kanye West has just been such a monumental disappointment to me that there was no way that I could not like acknowledge him with this trash award. Alyssa, do we have any comments on this? Um, we just have Antoinette who says, damn, this is hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, Antoinette, hard. that's my friend. <laughs> so much garbage. No, Antoinette, from, right? no, that's true. There's so much garbage this year. I mean, we, we had trouble trying to come up with four people just to put in this topic. There was yeah. like originally 10 people in the mix for this <laughs> yeah, award. That was a rough one. But yeah. anyways, guys, um, Selena agrees that Kanye was the most trash. Thank you, Miss Hill. Um, but now, guys, I want to tell you who our voters picked on online polls. Drum roll. Mm, Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense because if you really think about it, that whole Kavanaugh situation, so he's a new Supreme Court justice in the Supreme Court, and a lot of people didn't want him to be on there because he was suspected to be an alcoholic and accused of rape by multiple women. Um, Christine Billy Ford went during a hearing and spoke for pretty much three hours and recounted his his and his friend's assault of her. And then when it was his turn to speak, he just yelled at everyone, cried some, and yelled, shouted out that he liked beer. And then threatened Democrats and progressives and said, what goes around comes around. I'm not sure what that means. On site. Yeah, <laughs> that is the right what goes around comes around. You're going to get yours, buddy. That's, yeah. So he told Democrats on site and then he was confirmed to join the Supreme Court. He is trash, but he's a white man. Who, who benefits from white supremacy and sexism 
and knows it and loves it. So what do you expect from that, that, that kind of person? You know, I'll just add real quick before we move on to the next category. The reason why he's also so trash is because he now literally has a lifetime job that he gets to make really, really important decisions about what happens in this country. Um, and uh, he gets to make them from his trash white supremacist perspective. Yeah, that's that's really realistic. So that's a good point. And then he hired a black person to be like, see, see, I love the nick. Um, mm, I like the colors. The colors. <laughs> the colors. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> So that was that was a really depressing moment for a lot of us. That was a hard hit. I don't want to talk about that anymore. Let's talk about a big win. What was one of the biggest wins in 2018? A big win is something like a moment that made you feel like, oh, maybe we won't die in a nu- nuclear hellstorm. Maybe we won't become the property of Russia. Maybe we have some hope, anything at all. We have a couple of options for folks in case you can't think of one. But if you have a good one, always leave a comment on IG, leave a comment on Facebook, leave a comment in the podcast, or call us at 212-650-6903. Thank you. And the biggest wins we had were the midterm elections, diversity in Hollywood, expanding marijuana legalization and Meek Mill getting out of prison. His last album was amazing, by the way. So before we get to the actual winner that was picked on here, I want to hear from you guys. Tiffany, I want to start with you first this time. I'm conflicted because, you know, I want to free all my political prisoners. You mm-hmm. know, shout out to Meek, even though, you know, he got to work on his politics a little bit. He wasn't a political prisoner. <laughs> Listen, asterisk. Um, for me, I think the biggest um, moment was definitely the midterm elections because you mm. just saw the amount of people that were engaged in politics, especially um, our local elections. For me, I'm always saying like the local elections are the elections that I feel like more people should be really engaged with. National elections, presidential are important, but you know, those local laws, state laws have a huge impact on our lives. And I had the opportunity to work on a lot of our local elections right here in New York State. So I definitely say for me, like the midterm elections, like for folks that are familiar with the IDC here in New York City, like there were some huge wins. Like the fact that they were able to elect a Democratic congressperson out in Staten Island, if you're familiar mm-hmm. with Staten Island, shout out to Strong Island, not trying to throw jazz, but you know, questionable politics out there. And they were able to elect, you know, a dim. So I think the midterm elections for at least New York State was huge and, and I'm sure for other states as well. So I think the biggest one was the midterm elections for me. Yeah, no, I'm going to I'm going to have to go with that as well. And Dara Kalima also says the midterm uh, elections. Um, and actually, before I get to mine, I'll also read Antoinette's comment. She says, I think a big win is Stacey Abrams, probably a subset of midterm elections. She was able to highlight the voter suppression problems in the historically racist states. Um, that was Georgia. Unfortunately, Stacey Abrams didn't win. Um, but I think what Antoinette is pointing out is that even in losing, it was still a big win. And I and I think that's important. Um, the other reason why I'm going to go with midterm elections is because some of the other things that we mentioned in this um, like for example marijuana legalization that is in some ways a direct consequence of the midterm elections you Mm -hmm. pointed out New York State we now are on track to potentially get legalized marijuana here in New York State as a direct result of the fact that so many people from the IDC were ousted so many Republicans were ousted for the first time in a really long time we are now going to have both a true blue Senate and a true blue assembly here in New York Um, and I think also all over the country country, there was a lot of big wins. A lot of people tried to say like, oh, it wasn't really a wave. Um, But when you look at all the data from the bigger picture, the truth is it really was a wave. Like 
Democrats were at a structural disadvantage for winning back the Senate, but they nonetheless did pretty well. And yes, there were some disappointments, um, but at the, you know, for Stacey Abrams, for example, um, and Andrew Mm Gillum, but at the end of the day, I think we definitely came farther than we were before. um, And so I think that the the midterm elections were a big win. And I just hope that Democrats can uh, figure out a way to keep that momentum going into 2020. What about you, Stanley? What do you think? So, you know. It's the midterm elections for me, and it's hard for me to say anything else because I worked on two elections in a big way this past year. I worked on a state senate election. Shout out to Alessandra Biagi, yep, yep. aka Woo-hoo. Notorious Biagi. Yep. Um, who defeated State Senator Jeff Klein in um, the Bronx. Quick that, interjection. That's what happens when you try to steal stuff from black women. Jeff Klein, you got what you deserve. Yep. Give Andrea Stewart cousin her thing. Exactly. Sorry. We'll give Jeff Klein the New, <laughs> New York State Most Trash Award of Word. the year. Exactly. And then I want to also um, mention Antonio Delgado's campaign, which I volunteered mm-hmm. on. But I want to shout out my boy Quentin Cross, who's not listening to the show today, but he um, ran a field in Kingston for Antonio Delgado, and he did an amazing job. And Delgado won that race. And I would, I would confidently say that um, Antonio Delgado would not be a congressperson right now without the work of Citizen Action of New York, mm-hmm. led by my friend Quentin Cross. And, and you, Andy Stanley, Paul. give yourself a little bit of credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> but guys, we do have to go on a quick break. When we come back, we will tell you how the rest of you voted on the biggest win of the year. Listen, say some words so I can keep the music. Um, and this is uh, Let Your Voice Be Heard. This is the last show of the year. Make sure you stick with us. Give us a call at 212 <laughs> Five zero six nine zero three is little music. Something, 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 something like that. Yo, we are back on Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM. WHCR, the voice of Harlem. If you are just tuning in, this is Stanley Fritz. I'm here with Alyssa Fuchs. Of course, Tiff Zaddy with that good baggie of that pension plan. I don't have a pension plan, so talk to me, man. And of course, we got Dejan the intern who was rocking the IG Live, and she's flexing on the phones. Did you just flick your hair, my Panamanian goddess? Okay, I see you. Oh, yo, guys, I wish I could turn the camera. The Dejanay, she got the little shoulders out. Okay, Queen. Yo, you know, yo, you, who you getting fly for? Marilyn's gonna show up here in like five minutes. Uh, yo, let me tell you. So at Selena's birthday party, she saw Dejanay. She was like, "Who is that?" I'm what? like, "That's the intern." Oh, you got an intern now? The radio show. She what up, Marilyn? Too, too to Shout be out to Marilyn. Hopefully, Marilyn mm-hmm. isn't listening because she'll curse me out when I get home. But anyways, That's guys, right. if you are just <laughs> tuning in, we have been having a conversation, a great show about the biggest moments of the year, who the most trash people were, who the biggest movements are, what the biggest wins were. And the last conversation we were having was on the biggest wins of 2018. And you know what, guys? We didn't just come up with these things on our own. No, we also had people submit their own votes so they could tell us who they thought the biggest wins of the year were. So now we are going to tell you via our Twitter or Instagram or Facebook poll, I don't know which one it was, who folks picked to be the biggest win of the year. Alyssa, do you have that vote over here? I don't have it in my papers. Uh, No, I don't have the vote on this one either. All right. Well, I'll tell you the options that we had here. We had, once again, the midterm elections. We had diversity in Hollywood. We had expanding medical marijuana. We had Meek Mill getting out of prison. And I think we got an answer for the midterms. Thank you, Dejanay, with the shoulders out. The biggest win of 2018 was the drum roll. Midterm elections. Yo, this makes perfect sense. Like, as someone who got to be on the ground, the midterms are crazy this year. And maybe we didn't win the state senate. But I'll tell you, being in New York State and helping to flip at least three congressional seats and then also flipping the New York State Senate from Republican to Democrat 
and now having a 40 to 23 Democratic majority in the state Senate where we can legalize marijuana in New York State and pass bail reform and get some rent protections for regular people. I, I think, as Joe Biden, problematic Joe Biden put it, that's a BFD. <laughs> that is definitely a BFD. So that was a big one for me. Do you guys agree with this vote? I do. Yep, definitely. Look at that. We have some synergy, guys. Let's move on now to the biggest troll. The biggest troll, the troll of the year is a person who was just kind of like, doing the most to annoy you or doing things to get attention, misdirect, or frustrate you. And we got some pretty interesting nominees for The Biggest Troll. We have, of course, Takashi. I'm in I'm in jail right now, 6ix9ine. We have Russia. We have Roseanne Barr. And we have Barbecue Becky, which was, you know, the white woman who called the cops on um, black people for barbecuing. Those are the options. So now I want to hear from you folks, and I want to go with you first again, Tiffany, because... <laughs> I know you have some feelings on this. Uh, you see, she's laughing. Right? She was, she was texting her friend like, "They got me in here talking about barbecue, Becky." <laughs> <laughs> All right, why don't you dip into that pension and, and release me? Sis, okay? Oh, guys, uh, the biggest troll for me, I feel like. Can I get a pick too? Quickly, yeah, sure. I feel like you know the biggest troll for me was obviously barbecue, Becky. Like literally, stop calling the cops on black people just living their regular black lives. Like that's a stop that. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think a serious one, especially in lieu of the, I think it was New York Times that came out with the piece, Russia, mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me, and the impact that they had on just like spreading different sort of like campaigns of propaganda that was really impacting black people from voting. And just um, and to bring up the point that Alyssa made when it came to like voter suppression. So it was like black people have to deal with voter suppression in America. And then you also have to deal with all of these like misleading articles and stuff like via Facebook and stuff. So I thought that that was like really interesting. So I definitely think Russia, for political reasons, was definitely kind of one of the biggest trolls. Alyssa, yeah. Um. I mean, look, I, this is a really hard one. I agree, but I'm gonna also go with barbecue Becky. And I, I don't just say barbecue Becky. I sort of say that in quotes, mm-hmm. um, because it's it's not just barbecue Becky. There are so many other instances this year of white people calling the police on black people for literally no reason. Um, whether it was the guy who was like at the pool at his apartment complex, and like some woman followed him and demanded to see the key. Whether it's barbecue Becky who was calling the the cops on black people for barbecuing where they were allowed to barbecue and of course at the worst end of this there was literally a police officer who walked off duty walked into a black man's house um his house not hers and then shot and killed him um and so you know this has been going on forever ever and you know obviously we're working really hard uh to try and you know make sure that these kind of incidences do not happen um but like just this year there was just so many reports of um problematic white people doing things you know as simple as like from calling the cops to actually killing somebody, but like calling the cops could end up in somebody dying. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, white people stop calling the cops on black people. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I have two of them that are not on the list because Antoinette made a really good one. Jacques, stop remixing songs. You suck. We hate you. And you mm-hmm. are not the king of R&B. No. He's a karaoke artist who can't <laughs> sing. When he did Candy Rain remix, you know what? I almost... Mm. I almost said a racial slur. I'm not going to lie <laughs> to you. It was offensive. It was very <laughs> offensive, Jacqueline. Stop it. And my second winner, but which I think is the number one winner, is white progressives. White progressives spent the last year and a half saying they stand with black people and listen to black women and support black women. And then all their aunties, cousins, uncles, fathers, boyfriends, and neighbors voted for white racist Republicans all over again. All the time while these white liberals like Barbecue Becky were calling the cops on black people. Mm-hmm. So they were the biggest trolls always for me. And before we move on, I'll just say uh, 
Dara says it's a tie between Barbecue Becky and Russia. And Antoinette says, uh, if you don't want to hear it, Barbecue Becky, because she started a movement. <laughs> and Priscilla says, let's talk about the dumb expletive who accused that black child of grabbing her behind and calling the cops. Oh, and I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, she lives in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Don't worry. Brooklyn, Crown they Heights. took care of that. <laughs> Crown Heights ain't that gentrified. And right. Swendy says it's not a remix if the original artist isn't on it. That's fair. This mm-hmm. is true. So real quick, guys, the actual winner that you guys picked was Treyway. Takashi 6 9 Treyway. I would say free him, but he has mad charges, and I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck to him. You know, I just want to point out, we actually did a whole show about him and his trolling, so if you're interested in that, yeah. you should definitely go back and check out our archives, and if you have a question or a comment about this show, make sure you leave it on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, or give us a call, 212-650-6903. I'll also leave a link to that last show with Scotchy69, so you guys can listen to it. But now let's move on to the next topic. Who was trashed the most? We're going to speed this up just a little bit, so I'm just going to ask for your answers. Um, the p- options we have is the media, a.k.a. the fake news, Kevin Hart, Harvey Weinstein, or R. Kelly. So you guys can go ahead. Um, Tiffany, who would you, who you think was trash the most? Um, definitely fake news in terms, I just feel like, you know, news that's holding our president accountable <laughs> and sharing accurate facts. Um, definitely, I would feel like that's just uh, who was trashed the most by our president. But I would like to say R. Kelly is not trashed enough, okay? Fair. Every yeah. time R. Kelly's name is mentioned, we need to bring up the gross <laughs> and just, well, the gross um, accusations in reality that is what R. He Kelly did that. is. He did that. Come on. So, uh, quote unquote allegedly so i think we need to really you know you know trash r kelly even more and there's going to be uh i think a a movie uh, on lifetime coming up about all of his victims that are you know black women and other women of color and we know why they don't get like so we need to trash r kelly some more always every chance we get definitely i mean look i i agree with you i think the the quote unquote me fake news which you know is not fake um uh, is the people that was trashed the most this year by the president and that's really scary because we need to protect journalists and journalism is really really important shout out to all the journalists including selena hill um Mm -hmm. who couldn't be here with us today um but i will say the person that needs to get trashed even more you know on top of r kelly is harvey weinstein this is literally a guy who used his power influence money and whiteness to harm other people mostly women including women of color and is now currently getting the benefit of being out on bail because he's so rich while so many people of color sit at Rikers Island for committing or allegedly committing crimes that aren't nearly as serious or dangerous as the ones that Harvey Weinstein is accused of I got some bad news for you Alyssa Mm. He won the who was trashed the most from my social media picks. They picked Harvey Weinstein at 67% as opposed to fake news at 33%. Harvey Weinstein. He is not trashed enough. That white man needs to be buried under a jail. And give us his money. Mm-hmm. Give us his money for real though because I could use that. Right. So... Um, we have a comment on this? Yeah, yeah. Ahead. And just shout out to Antoinette who says, uh, fact, R. Kelly ain't ish. I can't say that on the radio. And the movie <laughs> is called Surviving R. Kelly. It's a three-night event, and she believes it's starting tonight. So Yeah, didn't they shoot up the, the set a couple weeks ago? There was no, a, there was the a bomb threat. At the premiere. At the, oh, there was a bomb threat that was called in at the premiere, so it had to be cut short. Man, R. Kelly really doesn't Wonder want to Wonder who did that. that. <laughs> you know, Allegedly. <laughs> it's a Eurixa bomb I can't do it. All right, Speaking guys. of threats. Yeah, let's talk about the biggest threats of 2018. So some of the options we have, guys, just say the option. Don't give any um, additional context because we're running short on time. The biggest threats to humanity. We have gun violence, for example, the Parkland school shooting. Climate change. We've seen that happening in the California wildfires. The humanitarian crisis at the border. Or Trump. If you have different options or you have different ideas of what the biggest threat to the world is and humanity is, please leave it in your Facebook comments, the IG comments, Twitter, 
Call us or on a podcast comment section on SoundCloud. Alyssa, who do you think is a biggest, or what do you think is the biggest threat to humanity? Definitely climate change. Uh, the reason why it's climate change is climate change is a problem that is not going away. It's something we haven't dealt with. The longer we do not deal with it, the worse and worse it's going to get. We are eventually going to get to a point of no return. It is going to affect everybody, no matter your race, religion, you know, social status. Um, yes, of course, people who have money are going to be able to avoid the situation that climate change is going to bring for longer, but inevitably climate change will be the the most, uh, sorry, the biggest threat to humanity in this country, if it is not already. Tiffany, biggest threat to humanity. Um, I think the biggest threat to humanity, I definitely agree with Alyssa, but I'm going to go with Trump. I think Trump represents white supremacy in every dark uh, thought that a lot of white people have when we had Obama in office. And you can currently see that he's rolling back any sort of progressive or democratic policy that when it comes to like climate change or gun violence or even police reform. So I do think Trump and with his power to pick, you know, Supreme Court justices and even like he's loading like the lower courts. I think Trump is going to be a huge issue that we're going to be dealing with for decades. That's a great point. That's a great point. Um, Stanley, before we get to you, we're getting yeah. a lot of comments, so we just want to read them. Swendy yeah. says the border crisis. Priscilla says all of the above. They all intersect. Antoinette says white supremacy. That encapsulate a lot of these. And Dara says gun violence. So we got a lot of different answers to this. Yeah, I'm going to say white supremacy as well, because white supremacy is a driving factor of all these things right there. And white su- because white supremacy is so prevalent, it allows for fascism to grow stronger in this country and for Trump to do the crap that he's doing and ignore the, the very glaring issues of climate change and gun violence that we have in this country so yeah white supremacy uh, folks if you have a favorite leave comments let us know what you think until then we're gonna move on to the wait ne- wait who did we get the poll do we have poll results on this no we don't have any poll results on this one okay well thank you all for t- chiming in um on facebook live and leaving us comments we really appreciate it it seems like everybody here um kind of thinks that all of these are big threats to humanity and mm-hmm. um it's kind of at least from the votes we've seen coming in it, it seems like it's kind of split a little bit yeah so what i want to do now is like the next question i want to ask is who do you think the biggest resistor of the year is? This is our so final the, award. This is our final award, guys. And this is the award we give to the person or the thing who deserves to be crowned as the biggest resistor of the year by standing up and fighting against injustice in a way that was louder and stronger than ev- than anyone and everyone else. And we have a couple of options here that we're going to give you. But if you have someone else, please let us know. We have Robert Mueller. We have Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. We have Dr. Christine Blaisley Ford. And, of course, we have immigrants. Those are our options. And I want to let the folks really, like, kind of talk about who they think their resistor was. But we want to hear from you as well. So, um, Alyssa, go ahead first. Who was your resistor of the year? You know, these are all really, really great choices. Um, and obviously, I wish I could pick more than one. But I'm going to go with immigrants. Um, and the reason why I'm going to go with immigrants is because despite all the rhetoric, despite everything that's happening, despite the fact that literally they are getting news that their children may be taken away from them, um, that they may be detained for long periods of time, that, you know, there there's still people that are going, you know, it is so bad where I am that I am going to nonetheless, even in the face of all of this adversity, make the trip um, to try and seek a better life for myself and for my family and for my children. And I think that's what America is all about. I mean, for, you know, 
decades and decades and decades and generations, people have been coming to America to seek a better life, to escape poverty, to escape racism, although I don't know how they're escaping racism coming here, but that's another show, um, you know, to escape economic, uh, you know, instability, to escape violence, um, to escape gangs, and, you know, to escape genocides. And, and I think that the fact that even where Donald Trump gets on TV and, you know, literally says all this rhetoric and, you know, there's reports constantly about racism against black and brown people in the United States. And yet there's so many immigrants that say, I'm still going to try and go. I'm still going to try and cross that border, um, you know, because I want to I want to have a better life for myself and for my children. And, and I think, again, that's what America is really about. And so um, immigrants who, you know, continue to come to our borders, they, you are the resistor of the year. Um, I think I'm going to go to Alessandra Ocas- um, Ocasio-Cortez, excuse me, um, because when she beat uh, Joe Crowley, one, no one thought it was possible. She yeah. came out of nowhere. But I do think she represents a lot of black women and women of color who work in overwhelmingly white spaces, always has to be ridiculed and told to, you know, quiet their voices or quiet who they are because they have to make white people feel comfortable. And I think she's walking into Congress, making sure that I'm going to make everyone feel uncomfortable because these are issues that we have to focus on whether it's climate change and the new green deal that she's been pushing police brutality you know and even the fact that she's talking about like the lack of clean quality air in the bronx like it's refreshing for her and plus she likes cardi b and i know every black woman or person of color that works in white spaces i always put on music i have to listen to my you know my bad girl music you know my bad ish music and be like you know i gotta get my mind right and cardi b and the city girls they always do that so i really appreciate that she's going into car because i think she's going to make a lot of people feel uncomfortable and she has a target on her back which is not you know uncommon for a lot of black women and women of color because we are truly going to save the republic okay Definitely. Uh, you know, I, I, I just I'll add to that. It, I also like that she's a young person and that mm-hmm. she cares about young people and she's listening to us. Yep. Um, she's not didn't just go, get elected and is just going to go there and, and do the thing. She, you know, is, is listening to her constituents, listening to people of color. And that's really mm-hmm. important. Um, we get, are getting some really, really good comments. So mm-hmm. I'm going to read them before we get to Stanley's final answer. Uh, Derek Lima says, Dr. Ford, it's hard to tell your story, even harder to testify, harder still to be questioned and doubted and still stand strong in the face of a losing battle and the one who insulted you that's that's a great uh, response Antoinette J. Gregg says black trans folk and immigrants I think the trans community is woefully ignored in the ways in which they resist and help every group and are part of every group I think that's also a great answer um, and Tiffany Joy Butler shout out to you Tiffany because this is the answer I wanted to give but I did not want to divert from our topics and she says Patricia um, I can't say her last name Okomu she was the the woman who climbed the Statue of Liberty in protest of the current immigration policies in the USA that separate families she was convicted of that Mm -hmm. offense Um, she may go to jail for that she could also face deportation herself Um, so she put herself hugely at risk she put herself out there um, and I think that you know Know, that is a really, really great answer. And if I could have picked that answer, I absolutely would have picked her. So I'm going to go off script again. Feel free to yell at me later, guys. Um, I'm picking the three co-chairs of the Women's March, Tamika Mallory, Carmen Perez, Lena Sarsour, who helped to organize and run the Women's March, who have helped to build unity principles and now are under heavy scrutiny for their affiliation or lack thereof with um, Louis Farrakhan, which I think is kind of ridiculous because white people and a lot of other a lot of other folks don't keep that same smoke when it comes to dealing with actual white supremacists. So I want to give them props for that. But if I wasn't giving props to them for that, I would a- absolutely pick um, Dr. Ford. Um, listen, 
I'm not, I'm not, you will never see me be the first one to, to give a white woman the props as being a resistor, but this woman went up there and had to relive her sexual assault in front of a whole bunch of ravenous fools, and she stood there, and she was strong, and she was consistent, and I don't think I could have done that, and that's a level of bravery that, like, you just don't see anymore from people, and we got to give her props for that, and just it just so happens that in our polling, a lot of folks agree with that, that Dr. Ford was the winner of the Resistor of the Year. So it's a 2018 Resistor of the Year is Dr. Ford. What do you guys think about that? I know, I, you know, look, I think I'm happy with that, especially because I think that, um, you know, Dr. Ford spoke for so many women that couldn't speak out. Yeah. Um, so 2019. Well, Tiffany, before we go to that, let's look, did you have any thoughts on that? Um, I agree. I think that's uh, I can respect that. All right, so yeah, so let's I cut you off. So I'll start off. Do you have you know any predictions for twenty nineteen? Uh, yeah, and they're not good ones either. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I predict that Donald Trump is not going to get impeached. Oh, you stole mine. Um, oh. I predict that the Mueller report is going to come out. It's going to say Donald Trump did mad crimes, and Republicans are going to cave, and they're not going to impeach him. Um, and then Democrats are going to have to make a decision about whether they should vote for impeachment and knowing that there's a possibility it could blow up in their face and that they could not end up winning enough votes in the Senate to have him removed, um, which could end up also affecting the 2020 election. Um, you know, I also predict Bernie Sanders is going to run for president. Oh, what a surprise, Tiff. What, oh, what are your predictions? Okay. Um, I predict that I agree with Alyssa. I do not think that um, Donald Trump is going to be impeached. And I feel like it's, I don't want to say it's wasted energy. I think it's righteous and it's right energy to put it there. But I do think that the Dems have to come up with a different strategy and make sure that the bills and legislation that the people that are really hurting in this country wants to see passed, get passed, and putting efforts and energy into an impeachment that could potentially blow up in their face is not going to be effective. I do suspiciously think that there's going to be some sort of criminal justice reform coming from the White House, how that, you know, goes into implementation will be seen. But I do kind of see something around that happening. Um, and yeah, so that's where I'm at. Ooh, I, I want to throw one more in. I, I see marijuana being legalized in a lot more places in the, in yep. the coming year, including yeah. here in New York. I feel myself getting high already. All right. <laughs> so my predictions, I'm, it's kind of similar to Alyssa with a slight caveat. I think the Mueller report is going to be even worse than we think. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, and it looks like a lot of people don't think that Trump is going to be impeached. Um, Darren doesn't think so. Internet doesn't think so. I don't think Darren does either. I don't think he'll be impeached. I don't think so. And I don't know if the Democrats will be wrong not to impeach him because you impeach Trump and you get Michael Pence. Michael Pence is just like he's just he's he believes in the craziness and he's not completely stupid. So he could probably do more damage. Um, I also believe that, you know, besides the people that we know that are going to run for office, who are going to run for office. I think we're going to have a couple of like sleeper picks who pop up and really impress folks. Um, and like I'm, Angelina Jolie. Oh, God. You heard about I that? I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> but I'm really excited about that. And also. One of the big things I'm looking forward to, I think that we're looking at the beginning of the death of the Republican Party. I don't think that they can live much, they can last much longer. And that's why they've been acting so ridiculous and like trying to steal power because they realize that they're dying. So those are my predictions. But guys, we do have to end this, the show off and I guess end the year off. And before we do, it would just feel weird to not give folks a call to action. I know this wasn't really a call to action focused show, but what are some things that people can do to close out 2018 and prepare for 2019? Tiff? Um, can I say what I'm personally, you know, yeah, um, so I think for me, I definitely think I'm going to be more focused on 
like myself but not in a selfish way i do think when you're a person that works in politics and work in state government um you can be so in tune to what's happening around you so i definitely encourage people to like unplug not be so in tune to social media because these stories are like gut-wrenching and they could just like really drain a lot of your energy so i definitely you know encourage people to you know, stay aware, but not so engrossed and like make sure that you are kind of like creating a word that you would like to see. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a protest or calling your, you know, local official. It could be something like small, like, you know, volunteering at a youth center or things of that nature to see, like trying to create a world that you truly want to see and not necessarily waiting for, you know, the next person to come along. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'll start off by saying, number one, make sure you, you know, call to action, Self-care. Yeah. Self-care is really important in 2019. Uh, we've had a really stressful past two years with everything that's been going on in politics. Um, you know, like Tiff said, sometimes you got to just focus on, you know, tuning some of that stuff out. So I think it's really important that, you know, if you're a resistor, if you're an activist, you also take some time in 2019 to focus on yourself. Um, but I also think it's really important that we stay involved, um, you know, continue to uh, pay attention to what's going on, continue, you know, yes, do personal things for yourself, like Tiff points out. Um, but if you are the type of person that likes to go to protests, keep going to them, keep mm -hmm. speaking up. Um, you know, if you are a lawyer who can donate time to do pro bono work, um, you know, do that. If you're an activist that is, you know, out there, um, whether you're in the streets or on social media, um, definitely be doing that. And continue to organize, like organize, 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 stay in touch because the 2020 election is going to come up so quickly. Democrats already have like debates and events lined up for next year in 2019. And we don't even know who's running yet. So, you know, the, the most important thing, I think, is self-care and keep paying attention. Yeah. So we're going into 2019. I think one of the best things that you can do to, to stay politically active and aware is we need to do some deep rooted like not just political education, but just education on understanding how white supremacy works and how patriarchy works. And that's that's a real thing. I think um, some books that folks should really read in 2019 is White Rage and Reconstruction from W.E.B. Du Bois. Those are two really important books to read. And I also think that you need to be, like, cut back from social media some, cut yeah. back from Twitter some. Maybe cancel your Facebook altogether. Because even though they're entertaining spaces, they can be toxic and it's going to be really important to keep your sanity. Because if you think things have been ridiculous before, they're about to turn up to another level. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, drink water. Eh. Drink lots of water yes. while we still have it, guys. And on that note, thank you for joining us this entire year. We really, really, really appreciated you listening to us. Thank you to everybody who tuned in today for all of your comments and questions. It was great. Um, just keep in mind, you know, even though we're going to be off for another week, you can always check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash let your voice be heard on Twitter at be heard underscore radio, Instagram at be heard underscore radio um, on our webpage www.lyvbh.com and of course if you love the show today if you love the show this whole year um, please consider becoming a subscriber and, a, and making a donation through Patreon um, you know we Patreon. really patreon.com slash be heard radio um, you know we really uh, would appreciate any donations that you can make that's how we keep this show running for you have a happy new year um, and we Greg's. will see you in 2019 yeah